0: Our Ark Academy, our school for students, and there's lots going on. It'll be a, an amazing place out there in the lobby over the next few weeks. If you see a Christmas tree you like, you ought to buy it. Take it home and bless a child and uh, uh, all of our efforts that we're investing in making sure the next generation is prepared to be the most anointed generation. How many know God wants us, this house, to raise up sons and daughters that don't get run over by society, but they walk into our world and make a difference? Somebody say Amen. Last week, I continued to talk on spiritual legislation, and I talked about the keys of the kingdom. Today, I'm going to talk about binding and loosing. I think this is going to be fun. Some of us who've never heard of that before are fixing fixing to, about to, find out what that means. Some of us who've been doing it wrong are about to get some information. Some of you have been binding people, and that doesn't necessarily work like that. Some of you have bound things to your binders breaking down. And I think we need to make sure we understand exactly what Jesus was talking about. How many know we have spiritual authority? Come on, how many know Jesus came and he shared his authority with us? Any authority you have as a believer is because you are an heir with God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ and he shares his authority with his people, amen? And so we, we want to talk about that today. Matthew chapter 16, and uh, let's read verse 17. Mm-hmm. 17, and then we're going to go through 19 again. Jesus answered and said, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Look at your neighbor, tell him you've got some keys. I will give you the keys of the kingdom and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I asked Chad to put the same text in the amplified version and I want you to read this with me from the screen. And the reason I am doing this, it takes a little bit longer, but there is a, there is an application Uh, in the Greek that is absolutely pertinent and it is absolutely germane to this message that I'm preaching today and the Amplified Bible articulates that very clearly. And I want you to see this and I'll explain why it's like this in just a moment. Let's read this together. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind, come on, declare to be improper and unlawful on earth must be, somebody say must be must be what is already bound in heaven. And whatever you loose or declare lawful on earth must be what is already loose in heaven. Lord, that's a lot right there, amen. But I wanna talk about binding and loosing today, and I wanna talk about the ecclesia and their role as people who have the authority of the kingdom to execute the agenda of the king. And I pray today that you see yourself as more than just members of a local church, although you are, but may we see ourselves and understand ourselves as citizens of a kingdom that have been called to execute the agenda of the King. Can you say amen? amen. Father, help us open our hearts and minds today. I pray in Jesus' name that every hindrance, distraction, everything going on in their life that would attempt to rob them of focus, Today we thank you those things are bound in Jesus' name. And I praise you also today that a spirit of revelation is loose in this house, and that the hungry will find themselves the recipients of the power of the Holy Ghost. And I praise you today that the Word of God is quick, It is alive. It is powerful. It is sharper than any two edged sword. And today I declare that word is going to transform our lives. If you believe it's going to transform yours, say in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Be seated in the presence of the Lord. Last week I talked about the keys of the kingdom. And I remind you briefly that the keys of the kingdom are the truths. Let's rewind here. (laughs) Last week, okay, ready, set, go. Last week, we talked about the keys of the kingdom and we talked about the keys being the truths, the revelation, the knowledge that God gives us regarding his kingdom and these keys of knowledge and understanding give us access to the reality of the kingdom of God. I remind you that last week we talked about the lawyers who were those who were intended to be skillful in the law of the Lord. They were responsible for the handling of the truth of God's word. And yet in the 11th chapter of Luke's gospel, the 52nd verse, Jesus rebukes the lawyers And he rebukes them because they stole the keys of knowledge and understanding. And he he said to them, you yourselves are now not able to enter the kingdom of God. And because you stole the keys of understanding and knowledge, you made it difficult for other people to enter the kingdom of God. And I talked last week about the importance of guarding your heart so that people and even religion doesn't steal the keys from you. And that is why I'm telling you again this morning to protect the keys of the kingdom. Don't let anyone rob you of the keys of the understanding God wants to give us regarding the kingdom of God. Because number one, keys give you access. Look at somebody tell them we have access. Keys give you access to the kingdom of God. You get to enter the kingdom of God as God gives you a key and you turn it and you believe it by faith. You no longer are just a human being uh, having a human experience, but when you enter the kingdom, you get born again and you become aware of the spiritual thing that Christ has made available to you and you have access to this kingdom. Not only do you have access to the kingdom, but when you have the keys of the kingdom, you have an understanding of the kingdom of God. And if you allow, and I allow religion to steal the keys of the kingdom away from us, then you can actually sit in church but sit outside the kingdom. What a tragedy it would be if all of our life we sat in church but sat outside the kingdom. Keys give you access. Keys give us understanding. And we don't want to allow religion to steal this access and understanding away. And when you have those keys and you begin to understand the reality of the kingdom, then you know what kingdom life looks like. And when you have those keys and you have access to the kingdom and you begin to understand not only what kingdom life looks like, but then you begin to actually execute and demonstrate kingdom life. How many know it's not just a good thing to be a citizen of the kingdom, but how many recognize we have a responsibility to demonstrate the kingdom? In fact, on your way out the door, we believe in that so much that we painted a giant wall in the lobby that says, Demonstrate the kingdom. It's the purpose of this church. We always talk about the vision. The vision is to be the most loving church in the world. But the stated purpose of this house, hear me clearly, is to demonstrate the kingdom of God. It's not just to come and, and, and go to church. We have a responsibility beyond the four walls of this building that doesn't get activated till we walk out the building and begin to live this kingdom life in the world around us. And keys of the kingdom give us access to the kingdom. Keys of the kingdom uh, give us the ability to demonstrate this reality of the kingdom of God that is within us. When Jesus gives you and I the keys of the kingdom, he's not only giving us access to know what kingdom life is about, but he's also giving us authority. How many know that when he gave you and I the keys of the kingdom, he's actually sharing his authority with you and I? He's giving us the ability to authorize, to execute and demonstrate the kingdom of God. So the keys give us access to know what the kingdom of God on earth looks like and the keys give us authority to manifest the agenda of the king while living on planet earth. Now, you must understand as you read this this morning that there are two locations in which activity is going on, heaven and earth. Everybody say heaven and earth. Uh Jesus lets us know this in this text. In fact, there are two kingdoms actually at work and they're fighting on planet earth. There, 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 there There is a cosmic battle of sorts happening on planet Earth for the souls of humanity right now. Now, I want to be clear that when I say there is a cosmic battle, the battle is not between God and the devil because God already won. But the battle is between the seed of God, you and I, the people of God, and darkness. You must understand that Jesus came and broke the curse of sin and invited us into kingdom life and to advance the purpose and the agenda of the king. But that advancing of the kingdom of God does not happen without resistance. And so when I say there is a battle, it is not a battle between God and the devil because the devil's honey has already been kicked. I said it. This is not a fight between who's the strongest, between Satan and Yahweh. This is a battle for you and I to live a submitted life to the King of Glory and to demonstrate and to authorize and to activate and to execute. That's why Jesus say, said, When you pray, pray like this: Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on. Come on, on, as it is in There are two places that we're talking about. There is a reality going on in heaven that Jesus said you have to pray so that it becomes a reality on planet. Well, I don't believe in that. I believe in the sovereignty of God and that God's gonna do whatever he wants to do. That is lazy Christianity. God is sovereign and God will sovereignly work all things at the end according to his perfect will but you and I need to understand that we have a role and a responsibility in advancing this kingdom and I want you to know that I believe there are things God wants to do in our generation that will not get done except we cooperate with God and with the will of God and come into submission with the plan of God so that what God wants to do can be accomplished in our day and he doesn't have to wait a hundred years to find another group of people who will come into kingdom revelation and execute the will of the king. So he gives us keys and he gives us the ability to know what kingdom life is like and he gives us the ability to execute the agenda of the king. And the kingdom of darkness only prevails where kingdom citizens do not enforce the agenda of the king. Anytime you see a city overrun with darkness, that is not the will of God. Anytime you see a family being destroyed by demonic powers, that is not the will of God. Anytime you see a nation eroding at its fabric and turning away from the heart of the Father, that is not the will of God. You stop listening to this mess that tells you that the nation ought to go to hell in a handbasket. No, no, no. The devil is a liar. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And I'm not running with anybody who doesn't believe God is a God who will redeem and God is a God who will save. And and yes, I actually do believe we ought to believe God for an entire nation to come to the Lord and to know the power of the gospel. I don't force that down anybody's throat, but I pray that for everyone. That's the will of God. Well, we need to give all the religions their place. They all need to have an opportunity. I'm not talking about legalizing Christianity. I am talking about reminding yourself that Christianity is the only way to God. I'm not talking about taking religious freedom away. I am telling you, stop acting like that is a license to let people go to hell. People are going to go to hell if they don't accept Jesus Christ as Lord. So let's go do the work of an evangelist, quit arguing over freedom and really remind people that the only freedom you'll ever really know is the freedom that comes in Jesus. There are two kingdoms colliding on planet earth. And that kingdom of darkness is attempting to enforce its rule on this planet. And the intent of Jesus, the king of glory, was to come from heaven, where the kingdom is in perfection, to earth, to establish on this earth which belongs to God, the kingdom in ways that allow people on earth to live the life of the place he came from. He came from heaven to earth. And he brought a demonstration of heaven with him. And he came so that you and I who were living on the outside of the kingdom could come into the kingdom of God. And in order for us to come in, he says, I want you to, I want you to even have this revelation of this kingdom and I want you to live it so that people not in it can see joy. Which is why if you're happy, notify your face. Isn't it horrible when people who are supposed to bear the image of God and bear the fruit of the kingdom and bear, you know, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. One third of the kingdom is joy. And yet so many times people who are supposed to have joy have more heaviness and more depression and they complain the most and tip the list at restaurants. I'm coming around here today. I'm, I am not messing with you people today. I'm coming right, there. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. You do not just represent yourself. You do not just represent your own family. You represent this house, and more than that, you represent the kingdom, and more than that, you represent the king. What are we doing? I want you to understand today, you were called to demonstrate a a, a higher way of living. And it's not just some mental ascension, some mental superiority. It is a result of living as citizens in a kingdom of God. Amen. So Jesus came and the intent of his coming was to give us the keys of the kingdom. And so the keys give us access into the kingdom. And then through learning and receiving revelation, we know what kingdom life looks like and we know the realities of the kingdom. And then he gives us his authority to enforce the agenda of the king. The way we use the authority is through the legal mechanism of binding and loosing. He said, remember this, he said, you're Peter, on this rock I'll build my church, the rock of revelation that I am the Christ. On this rock of revelation I'll build my church, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And behold, I give you the keys to the kingdom." I give you the understanding, the revelation, the truth, the knowledge to know how to come into the kingdom. I give you the principles. I give you the understanding. I give you the revelation to know what kingdom life looks like. I give you the truth. I give you the principles. I give you the understanding to know what you ought to expect as citizens of the kingdom of God. I give you the truth. I give you the principles. I give you the knowledge so that you understand how to be blessed as a citizen kingdom while you're walking on planet earth. I give you the truth. I give you the revelation. I give you the understanding so that. You know how to raise a godly family, and you know how to raise a godly business, and you know how to make money, and you know how to be blessed. And come on in here, talk to me, somebody. I'm I'm, I'm gonna give you everything you need. You say, Pastor, he didn't give me that. Oh, he did. It's just that most of the time he gave you the key to success, and you threw it away because religion had you bringing up the rear and telling you you were nobody, going nowhere, doing nothing. And today I come to kick that lie. I come to bury that thing, and I come to tell you you're the head and you're not the tail. You're above and you're not beneath. You are blessed when you come, blessed when you go, blessed in the city, blessed in the field, and you're not blessed because of who you are, you're blessed because of whose you are. And you belong to the King of glory, and his blessing is on your life. <laughs> Slap somebody tell them I'm a citizen of the kingdom. And when, you, when we preach this stuff and we tell you who you are, stop talking yourself out of who you are. Well, he just don't know what mistake I made and he don't know how jacked up my family is and he don't know how broke I am. You and I have been broke, but Abba has never been broke a day in his life. You and I have been depressed, but Arthur has never been depressed a day in his life. You and I have been disconnected, but Arthur has always been connected. And I'm not here today because i got my act together. I'm here today because I know the King and the King has me. <laughs> Slap somebody and tell them you're a citizen of the kingdom of God. So religion will preach more to your identity on earth. Religion will preach more to your identity on earth but apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers of the kingdom will speak more to your identity from heaven. I refuse to live my life on planet earth according to my identity that earth is trying to give me. I'm going to live on earth, birthed from the one who lives in heaven and I'm not waiting till I get to heaven until I live in the kingdom of heaven. I'm living in it right now. Woo. I think we ought to take about a 10 second praise break right there.
1: I need some citizens of the kingdom of God to give God praise.
0: Woo. So what happens? Let me unpack here. What happens when you get a key to the kingdom, he gives you access into the kingdom kingdom, and an understanding of what kingdom reality looks like. It is imperative that you have knowledge about the kingdom of God and what kingdom of God life and living look like. Because without those keys of understanding and knowing what the kingdom of God is, you may live your whole life looking at things that are happening thinking that is the kingdom. So when you see something happening on the planet that is different than the constitution, y'all thinking about Philadelphia, I'm thinking about heaven. This is the kingdom constitution. Uh, And when you see something happening on planet earth, if you don't have a key of understanding the kingdom, then you could actually watch stuff happening on planet earth that is in contradiction to the constitution of the kingdom and you could agree with it and allow it to happen. And this is the reason why the kingdom is not being advanced in the earth in many places it's because people have allowed lawyers and religion to steal the keys. And they don't know the kingdom life. And when you don't have the key of knowledge and you don't know kingdom life, then the devil can deceive the people into making him making us think that the that that darkness and heaviness and depression are our portion. So when you know the kingdom and you see the kingdom, it looks very different than when darkness is having its say and its way. If you know the kingdom, when the devil shows up, you don't say, oh, that just must be the Lord's will. Stop blaming God for what is contrary to the nature revealed of him in his word. If you think God is a mean, miserable miser sitting on some rocking chair, popping Prozac, a long white beard and a rod to smite you with, you have not read your Bible. Oh, he gonna catch up with me one day. Let me help you understand something. You ain't that fast. You ain't that fast. You're not that fast. If he wanted to get you, if he wanted to get me, I'd have done been God. Let me tell you why you're still breathing, because he didn't want to get you, he came for you, and he's trying to chase you until your religiously infected mind gets a revelation that the kingdom is a good kingdom. I feel this thing down in my bones today. Somebody is about to run to the kingdom and joy is about to break out in your life. I got to stay focused here. When you know the kingdom and you begin to see the absence of it in your life or you begin to see the presence of something that is not the kingdom in your life, then you recognize this is not the kingdom and I have to do something in agreement with God To bring about a demonstration of the kingdom in this situation. Are you following me? So how then do we bring about the kingdom demonstration in situations where it looks like darkness is winning? And Jesus said, I got some for that. It's called binding and loosing. I'm getting ready to say some things right here. Now, I want to suggest this to you. Binding and loosing was never about controlling people. That is witchcraft. I'm going to go over here and preach. I'm coming over here. For you to, to look at people and bind and loose you miss what Paul says in the book of Corinthians that we do not wrestle flesh and blood. (laughs) Jesus never gave you the authority to deal with flesh and blood and to bind and to loose flesh and blood. You don't get to be an accompli, listen to me very carefully, you do not get to judge people and put God in that thing and make God an accomplice of your character assassination. I'm going to come over here now. Stop using God to tag team with you to bash people all in the name of the Lord showed me something. No, he didn't either. He He would rather show you something about you than showing you stuff about everybody else and we're about over people who have been getting revelations about everybody else's faults, but can't see the log sticking out of their own eye. Y'all didn't like that, I can tell y'all didn't like that. And you don't like them and you think you're gonna use the God card to judge them and God sent me to tell you to keep God out of the talk? and to stop making him an accomplice in tearing other people down. God will never tear somebody down. God will only build somebody up. Well, I see them, they got a devil. No, you got some issues too, and you better get your mess straight before you try to, I don't don't even know who I'm. So binding and loosing is not about you deciding who you don't like and getting to forbid them. Binding and loosing is the legal, everybody say legal. Legal. The legal spiritual mechanism whereby we declare as the ecclesia what should be bound and what should be loose. Oh Lord, help me teach this right. The reason I read this text to you in the Amplified is because the Amplified shows us the reality of the tense, T-E-N-S-E, the reality of the tense in which the verb was written in in the Greek. And it is massively important to the understanding of this message today that you know Jesus said this a very specific way. He said, whatever you bind on earth in order for it to be bound appropriately must be what is already bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth should only be what I have already loosed in heaven. I see lights coming on all over the building right now. In other words, earth can't bind what heaven has not bound. And earth can't loose what heaven has not loosed. Which is why I told you it is imperative for you to know what the kingdom of God says and what the constitution of the kingdom reveals because you can't appropriately bind on earth if you don't know what heaven has already declared bound. And you can't loose on earth until you know what heaven has already loosed. So we got people binding all kind of stuff that heaven didn't bind. And we got people loosing all kind of stuff that heaven hasn't loosed. But I want to tell you this morning, it's very clear from scripture. I don't have time to go through every place where the the Lord would show us this, but Jesus shows us what this looks like. He shows us that when we encounter darkness, darkness is, listen carefully, darkness, the kingdom of darkness, is always trying to bind what God intended to be loosed. And the kingdom of darkness is always trying to loose what God intended to bind up. To bind, deo, three letter Greek word, D-E-O, deo. And here's what it means, to forbid. When Jesus said, if you bind it on earth, if you deo, if you deo, if you bind it on earth, bind on earth what I have already bound in heaven. If you know what I've already bound in the kingdom of heaven, I'm giving you authority to declare something on earth until what's happening on earth lines up with what has already been established in heaven. I feel the Holy Ghost. So when Jesus in Luke's gospel, the 13th chapter comes into the synagogue and a woman has been bowing over for 18 years the Bible says she was bound for 18 years 6 plus 6 plus y'all don't want me to go there she's, she's bending over looking into the ground for 18 years Jesus comes in and says loose her why? because it's illegal for the devil to put a spirit of infirmity on her and when he knew what the intention for her life was, he could speak to the illegal activity that was happening in her life and say, oh no, this is a daughter of Abraham. She was meant to be loose. How is it that the devil has bound her? so loose her and let her go my god i feel the lord in here there's a lot of bound people in church that are not supposed to stay bound and they will stay bound until somebody with the key to the kingdom gets a revelation that this activity of bondage is an illegal trespassing of the devil and I showed up in the name of the one with authority to set the captive free in the name of Jesus,
1: loose her and let her go. Slap
0: somebody tell them, let them go. This is the reason church has in many ways become complicit with the bondage of a generation because the church doesn't know that the intent of Abba is that his people walk in freedom. And so when we see the absence of freedom and do not know the reality of the kingdom, we think that bondage is their portion, but I refuse to come into agreement with your bondage. The king showed me a revelation of the kingdom and I came to say in the name of the Lord, loose them and let them go. Let me get back to bind, say bind. You have to know the kingdom and the constitution of the kingdom so that you begin to know what is illegal. When you begin to see the illegal activity happening, and the trespassing of the kingdom of darkness and you see that depression is loose and, and a spirit of death is loose, then you begin to say that is not the intent of Abba. That is in contrary contradiction to the constitution of the kingdom. And when you see the devil loose in people's life and you see demon powers of destruction loose, the first step to overcoming that is for the ecclesia to come together and begin to be activated in the spiritual mechanism of binding and loosing. And sarn of bahasha. Somebody's gotta have a revelation of the kingdom so that we can speak to the things that are happening that are not in harmony with the heart of the king. I didn't say it was the only step, I said it's the first step. The first step is for the, open your Bible to Matthew 18. The first step is for the citizens of the kingdom, the ecclesia, to come together and to make a ruling on what is the reality and the intent of the king. Follow me here. When the ecclesia come together, I taught you this three weeks ago, three reasons the ecclesia comes together, the church, ecclesia, say ecclesia. Three reasons the ecclesia comes together. Number one, to improve the quality of life for its citizens or civil referendum. Number two, to establish the prevailing governmental authority. And number three, to decide the next military action. Okay, I'm not going to go back and teach that again. But in order for us to get some stuff done on earth, something has to happen among us. And we've got to start understanding our spiritual responsibility to legislate according to the word of God. So go to Matthew 18. Matthew chapter 18, Jesus said in the 18th verse, Assuredly I say to you that whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will have been loosed in heaven. And I say to you again, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst. This is why we got all kind of haters and they put us on the front page of the USA Today as if we were defying science for gathering during COVID. And now we're finding out Nobody got sick at Lowe's. You better come get this microphone. You better come get this microphone cause I'm about to get in all kinds of trouble here. Nobody got sick at Walmart. We only got sick when we came to church. Nobody got sick in the movie theater. We only got sick. Nobody got sick at the football stadium. We only got sick when we came to church. That devil is a liar. I ain't mad at nobody but the devil. I come to tell you the enemy knows what he's doing when he separates us because there are legislative things that happen in the spirit when we come together. So let me pull everybody apart and get the legislative body out of of assembly and let me let hell break loose. And what we're doing right now is we're taking back lost territory and I want to tell you I feel the Holy Ghost on me right now before 2023 is over somebody who lost territory is getting ready to get it back and God's going to help restore the years so where two or three are gathered together number one it's difficult today to get people to come together. Well, you know, I'm just, I just have so much going on. Listen, we, we really don't care. I, 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 I honestly, I know all of us are busy. You want to talk about busy? I got a first round uh, front row seat to busy. I understand busy. I got 73 children. Everybody got something going on. All right? I understand busy, but listen, we got to make sure we got our priorities right. You got to make sure as a citizen of the kingdom, you are in your seat, ready to make your voice be heard. Now watch this. He said, first of all, I got to get y'all together. And that's tough enough. But y'all, he says something even crazier. He said, I need y'all to get an agreement. Oh, I need somebody to come help me preach this thing. Uh, It's it's hard enough to get people to come together. It's a miracle. Y'all hear what I'm telling you? You hear the words coming out of my mouth? It is a miracle to get people to come into agreement. Well, why don't we get to vote on the color of the carpet? I did that for 10 years. I got tired of doing it. You can't get two people to agree on on hardly anything anymore. Sometimes you just got to make a decision and let it tick off who it ticks off and make happy who it makes happy. Let God be true and every man be a liar. We can't get people to agree on anything, which is why we get so little done in the kingdom of God. Uh, Let me go somewhere, let me go somewhere, let me go somewhere. How many of y'all, see I get these kind of little messages every now and then. We will come to your church, but it makes us so nervous because people talking to you while you preach. And we ain't never been in that environment before. So I felt like this morning I would explain what is happening while I'm preaching and the ecclesia is talking back to me. Okay, let me explain to y'all what's happening. Have you ever watched C-SPAN? Come on, how many many have ever watched C-SPAN? You have no life if you've ever watched C-SPAN. Just just sit down and take 10 minutes out of your day to go watch a 10-minute episode of C-SPAN because what they do, deacon, is they get a law and they read the law for all of the congressmen and the legislators and the congresswomen. They get a law read and they put the legislation out there and then they have a moment to vote on the legislation. And then it goes like this, if you're with the law, Then you say, Yay. If you're against the law, you say, Nay, and when they get through voting, if the nays have it, then they say the nays have it, the law has failed. But if you ever get a piece of legislation where the majority come together, I'm preaching, I'm preaching right here, where if you ever get a piece of legislation that comes before the, the legislators and you get the majority to say yay, then at the end of it they say the yays have it and the law carries. Touch somebody, tell them the law carries. i got to preach before I go home here, but I want to tell somebody when I'm preaching and declaring the legislation of the kingdom, somebody out there hears the word and they say, amen. Do you know what amen means? It means yeah. I better quit because I'm fixing to break through myself. The yeas have it. Slap your neighbor, tell them the yeas have it. He was wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquity. The chastisement of my peace was upon him, and
1: by his strength, we are healed. Can I have a yes?
0: Give me a handheld mic. I said, can I find one yes in this room? Anybody believe in
1: the law of the Lord? Anybody believe in the legislation of the kingdom? Snap three people, tell them the yays have it. Somebody
0: said, what else do I have? You've got abundance in everything. He gave you everything that pertains to life and godliness. Do I have
1: one witness in the house? Somebody shout, yeah!
0: i feel like preaching in the room today this is why we gotta know the word and this is why the church has to say amen do you know what do i feel like preaching in this room today. Do you know after Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1st and 2nd Samuel, 1st and 2nd Kings, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalm, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, minor prophets, major prophets, New Testament, Acts of the Apostles, Pauline Epistles, General Epistles, Book of Jude and Revelation, the last word of the whole Bible is not maybe. The last word of the whole Bible
1: is amen.
0: I need somebody who believes the constitution of the kingdom is the prevailing word. Slack three people, tell them the yays have it. The yays have it. Yes, we're gonna see revival in Chattanooga. The yays have it. We're see a breakthrough in America. The yeas have it. We're going to see racial division healed. The yeas have it. Find four more people, four brand new friends, and tell your new friend the yeas have it. The yeas have it.
1: You might want to choose a new friend next Sunday. If they looked at you like you got too much baggage in your closet, the devil is a liar. I got a past, but my past is not as great as my future. The yays have it. The yays have it. The yays have it. The yays have it. You're blessed and not cursed. You're the head and not the tail. The yays have it. I agree
0: with the word of the Lord. is why it is imperative that you find people and run with people who know the constitution of the kingdom. Cause if you got some jacked up friends that keep telling you stuff that is not in agreement with the constitution of the kingdom, you will live beneath your citizenship privilege. You better surround, touch your friend and they surround yourself surround yourself with people who know the constitution hallelujah god is about to give you some people who come out of agreement with your past and come into agreement with your destiny i feel that somebody's about to be surrounded by some people that'll give you a yay in the midnight hour somebody shout yeah You and I have got to come together. Thank you, Lord. You got to come together and conduct, I'm through, conduct spiritual business. And the way we get stuff done is to know the book and to know the constitution of the kingdom and to give an opportunity for people to come into agreement with it. Watch this and bind and loose. So when Jesus come into the synagogue, oh, y'all don't like that one, so let me go to John 11 and talk about a man named Lazarus. Jesus said, Lazarus come forth. But when he came forth, the Bible said he was what? Bound. Jesus said, wait a minute, I called him back from the dead, but he's got grave clothes on, this is illegal y'all just missed what i said he came out of the tomb but he still had gray clothes on jesus looked at him and said this is illegal loose him i can't find no help on sunday loose him
1: and let him go slap your neighbor tell him neighbor i'll loose every part of your life i'll loose your mind I lose your marriage. I lose your money. I lose your ministry. I lose your joy. And I bind up every demon. I bind up the darkness. I bind up the depression. I bind up the disease.
0: Loose him. He's bound. That's illegal. Loose him and let him go i'm through with this last piece right here i was about to close this thing and the lord oh thank you lord the lord reminded me of Revelation chapter 20 when this thing is winding up uh-huh, the Bible said that there's an angel in heaven shining a chain oh I feel like preaching like the whole saints preach and when he watched the devil run havoc over the nations the Bible said there came a moment where that angel took that chain and bound that devil and cast him into the abyss for a thousand years I came to tell you that your future is not one of bondage but the devil's future is I need somebody to praise God that God is still
1: able to bind up the devil somebody help me praise God
0: that the devil is defeated God's enemies are scattered let God arise in this church today Twenty-second Praise Break. Twenty-second Praise Break.
1: Everything bound, get loose right now. Everything bound, get loose right now. Everything bound, get loose. Everything bound, get loose right now. Get loose right now. Somebody cut your feet loose and give God praise for what's getting ready to happen in your life.
0: Say amen. Ha! God has spoken. So let the church, who's in agreement with the word? Somebody say amen. Ooh. Let the church come off and let the church say.
1: Somebody open your mouth and let the church say.
0: I want you in the presence of God to lift your hands right now and as I preach today you know in your life what is bound that needs to be loose and you know what is loose that needs to be bound and I want to give every person in this room right now the opportunity to bind what is illegal and to loose the intent it will not work until you open your mouth and legislate spiritually what you know to be a fact regarding the truth of God I'm gonna give you some time right now I want you to think about what's loose that needs to be bound and what's bound that needs to be loose and I want you to fill this room right now just with declaration and at the end we're all gonna say yes and amen but before we do that we got to know what we're losing. some of you need to loose your marriage some of you need to loose your financial situation some of you need to loose divine healing on your own life you need to bind up disease you need to bind up heaviness you need to bind up depression Uh we'll get to the nation in a minute but I want to tell you right now you need to do some stuff stuff over your own life look where there is illegal activity look where there is illegal activity and began to serve notice on the devil that you have come into a revelation of kingdom reality and you refuse to live less than God gave you come on, if it's your family, open your mouth and say, I bind every attack against my family. I bind every attack against my marriage. I bind every attack against my children. And I loose the blessing of God over my house. Come on. I loose the blessing of God over my house. I loose the blessing of God over my church. I loose the blessing of God over my leaders. Oh God. Oh God, right now. Somebody is getting there future back you are legislating God's spiritual purpose for your life you are decreeing that some things are coming to an end and some things are getting ready to start a new season in your life I come into agreement with Amy Pilgrim right now that this cancer is illegal and it's leaving her body I bind this disease from From going anywhere else in her body it stops and what is left because you've already gotten rid of most of it what is left leaves now and at the next blood test they will find no cancer in the name of Jesus can I have somebody to say yes can I have somebody to get an agreement with me right now I bind cancer and I lose healing in the name of Jesus How many are sick? How many have an issue in your body, a sickness in your body? Lift your hand right now. I'm talking about you got a disease, not just the pain, but you got an issue from the doctor and you know you need healing. If somebody got their hand up near you right now, lupus, cancer, diabetes, I don't care what it is, whatever it is, we don't have to ask. I just want some people to get an agreement with me that this isn't going to proceed another day. We bind disease and sickness right now and we lose healing on the people of God. Wholeness right now, I lose wholeness. As a citizen of the kingdom, I lose wholeness on the people of God right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, Uh uh-huh, I bind the spirit of depression, if you've got depression and you're wrestling with it, throw your hand up, don't be ashamed. If you've been wrestling with some depression, it's not just you, it's not just your brain, it's a spirit. Lift your hand if you've been wrestling depression. We're gonna take authority over this thing right now. If somebody near you got their hand up, we take authority over heaviness and depression. I bind the spirit of heaviness and depression. I bind it, I forbid it to have another day of, of, of operational power in your life. I bind it in the name of the. Shandaya, I bind that spirit of depression and I loose the breakthrough of deliverance over you now in the name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit hallelujah hallelujah how many need a financial breakthrough you need a financial breakthrough lift your hand now don't be ashamed I bind every assignment of the enemy to try up your brook and to bring you into lack and I loose the blessing of God over you and for some of you it's gonna mean your heart is about to become more generous but God is about to transform your life and change your future if i'm talking to you lift your hands right now spirit of the lord i lose financial blessing all over this house i lose the provision of the kingdom over these people i declare the favor of god over them now i release financial blessing for the glory of god Has spoken. So let the church say amen. Before we go, let the church say amen. Everybody lift your voice. Let the church
1: say. Let the church say.
0: listen here tonight when we get back at 6 we're gonna do some spiritual legislation and we're going to take time tonight to pray over needs and bind specific things going on in lives and loose the promises of God just like we did today except tonight we're gonna do it for our families we're also gonna do it for our nation I mean business in this moment the Spirit of the Lord said you're not waiting on me I'm waiting on the ecclesia." to get into agreement and to come together and to declare what is the the constitutional will of the Father. So that's what we're gonna do tonight. So lift your hands in a receiving position. I wanna bless every person before they leave. Don't leave this building till I seal this. Father, I thank you for the constitution of the kingdom of God, for the revealed truth of your word. I pray right now over our people That we would not just have access to the kingdom but the authority to execute and demonstrate the kingdom and when we see the residue of darkness may we not falsely attribute the darkness to the goodness of God but may we stand in the place of transformation and change the situation by binding what is illegal and loosing what you have called for And I declare that the authority to bind and loose has been granted to us by you, King Jesus. Seal this word in the hearts of your people. And the church said, amen. Go in the peace of God. We will love you and see you tonight at 6 p.m. God bless you.